0: Welcome to the Life Unlocked with Shatari podcast, a faith-based community for Christians seeking purpose, understanding, empowerment, and most importantly, seeking biblical truths that can be used in our daily lives. Hi everyone, I'm Shatari, a cosmetologist, educator, minister, life coach, and your host of the Life Unlocked with Shatari podcast. After finding my purpose in life, I made it my priority to help other Christians seeking guidance to discover who they are and how to live up to that identity. The hardest part of who I am is what it took to get here. As a minister and life coach, I give you tools that can be used in the full authority of God in your everyday life. I want to help you use God's word as the key to a life unlocked by planting seeds that produce life-changing fruit. If your heart's desire is to grow in a personal relationship with Jesus while living a life based on biblical truths, then let's open up God's word together, harvest the fruits of our labor, and live a life that's unlocked. Are you ready? Then get excited about today's episode. What I want to do right now is a three-part series. It's a study that I want to dig deep into. And it's called the Three Little P's. And our P's stand for passion, which is our what, purpose, our why, and then promise, the how. So I'm going to go ahead and start with this. And it's going to start with Titus 2, 11 through 12. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. <clears throat> it teaches us to say no To ungodliness and worldly passions. And to live self control upright, and godly lives in this present age. Titus 2, 11, and 12 is three talking points. What we're going to talk about today. So it's the win. We all hear the W-I-N. We hear the win. So the first talking point is we all are passionate about something. That's our W. Our I is it teaches us. And then N is now the present Age. So let's break down passion. So the Oxford definition of passion is strong and barely controllable emotion. And y'all know things that we are passionate about, it really it, it cuts us deep. We feel it real deep. Um, cleave is the Hebrew word for passion, and it means to stick to and stick with. Examples of this in the Bible would be um the sea, the Red Sea cleaved together. Also in Genesis 2 and 24, a man cleaves. The husband cleaves to his wife and the scriptures wants us to cleave to God, wants us to stick to and stick with. Another just example that you really might understand is how our tongue cleaves to the root of our mouth. When we close our mouth, our tongue naturally cleaves, stick to and stick with the root of our mouth. Cleave is a word um, that's used over 63 times in the Bible. In Exodus, it says, Cleave it and the sons of Israel go into the midst of the sea on dry land. Deuteronomy 4 and 4. But ye that did cleave unto the Lord your God are alive. Every one of you this day. And then Romans 12 and 9 tells us, Hate that which is evil. Cleave to what is good. Hate what is evil. Stick to and stick to with what is good so our passion and we said it's the what passion is what releases our emotions the things that we are passionate about it makes us happy it makes us sad it makes us cry it makes us um it just it just releases all kinds of emotions at different parts of our lives our passion also motivates us it gives us the courage to keep moving the motivation just to keep going it also connects us to our natural abilities the thing that we're naturally drawn to the things that we naturally do um passion keeps us and connects us with those things it's also something that drives us if you are not passionate about anything you're probably not going to have any kind of motivation like we stated earlier uh any kind of drive it also makes life worth living it gives us a reason to get up it gives us something to be motivated about it gives us something to look forward to and also our passion it just brings our thoughts to reality because we can sit here and we can daydream and just dream all day but if we're not motivated or driven um we're not we're not getting anywhere so that's what passion does it gets us to um those realities and bring the thoughts that are that we carry with us and that we hold on to and that we always keep it brings those things to realities. Without passion, without passion, we have no motivation or no real motivation. Simple things motivate us, somebody else getting something. So now you're motivated to get something that they have. Um, energy, we have no energy. We have no just will. We said it drives us. It takes effort and energy to be driven. We have no meaning. We don't know why we're here. Passion, it also helps us set goals. And goals are things that we work towards. That we put in place to earn. But if we have no meaning and we set no goals, we're just stagnant. We're just here. Also, passion gives us our real identity. If you ask somebody what they're passionate about, you'll really kind of see a part of who they are. And if you had a good conversation with them, you can to get, really get to know that person based on some passions. And y'all can connect. People connect based on like passions. Also, you have no real plan. Like I said earlier, no goals. You really have also no real understanding. It becomes just, you're just like you living. You're just existing. Mm. Question I have for you. What are things you are passionate about? And what do you cleave to? I would say, for me to answer this question, I do want y'all to answer it in the comment. That question is, what are things you are passionate about? I would say, for me, y'all, I'm very passionate about family right now. Um, we had death in our family in 2020. My aunt died, and two days later, my uncle died, and um, they were my mom's sister and brother. And we're a very close-knit family. Um, And that amplified the passion that I had for family. I I try to show up. I think my love language for family is just being there. So I really try to show up. And this really showed me how short life is. And we think we have tomorrow and we don't. So now I'm very passionate about family. And what do I cleave to? I stick with and I stick to family. I don't get the same in return all the time, but because that's that's probably not somebody else's passion. That doesn't mean that they love less or care less. It just means this is something that drives me. Family drives me. Family motivates me. You know, family, it just it illuminates me. That's something that I cleave to, something that I stick with. Another thing, too, I'm going to say now God's word. I'm here on this podcast because I have just a desire and a drive and motivation to learn, study, apply, and then to teach God's word. So in the comments, what are things you are passionate about and what do you cleave to? Titus also tells us, it says at the very beginning, for the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people that same grace it teaches us to say in N-O to ungodliness and worldly passions when this world trying to say no to the world without god and we can't <laughs> the grace of god it appeared he appeared That offers us salvation. We know Jesus Christ offers us salvation. Acceptance of Jesus Christ teaches us to say no. And it teaches us to to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. That is where our transformation comes from. It comes from receiving the grace of God. Accepting that um, salvation that Jesus Christ gives us. And then dissecting the word. Learning and allowing the word to work in us. And that's what transforms us. Um, a character, I'm going to say a character, but a, a person in the Bible, Paul was a very passionate person. Paul, at the age of 13, he left his family and he went to kind of dissect scripture. He was very deep into scripture. He wanted to know the ins and out of the word. He was also a law, a lawyer. He was a very educated person, and he became a religious terrorist because he got so deep into the word. He became a religious terrorist. And Paul coined himself in 1st Timothy as worst of sinners. He knew or he realized that he was one of the worst of sinners. He arrested and murdered Christians through his lifetime. But, you know, his transformation came on the road to Damascus. That's when he was transformed. And we said that transformation comes from accepting the grace of God, which is Jesus Christ, and uh, and accepting his salvation and allowing the word to teach us. That's where transformation comes from. Paul was transformed on the road to Damascus. It actually took three days. It's, you know, he took three days. He lost his sight for three days. And he received the Holy Spirit. Once he regained his sight, he was baptized. And that's when he went by the word or the name Paul. He was no longer called Saul. He is now called Paul. But Paul's boldness increased. So, that same passion he had for scriptures and the same passion he had for killing Christians and arresting Christians, that passion amplified. It grew, it increased. The motivation for what he was passionate about didn't stop, it was just the avenue changed his direction changed he was always a passionate person and paul in a writing 13 books of the bible he became the proclaimer of the risen christ jesus he was committed he was very passionate he was committed to god preached boldly and unstoppable nothing shipwreck, snake bite being in jail like nothing could stop paul because he was very passionate he surrendered his life fully to god and he was used by god in acts 9 and 15 he coined himself as the chosen instrument he was chosen i think paul was chosen from his mother's womb like i know the plans i have for you god knew the plans for paul i just think the passion and motivation that paul and how driven paul was he was using it in the wrong sense so once he was transformed by the renewing of his mind, his mind was renewed and it did take a road to Damascus. God had to blind him for three days to actually talk. And who, I don't know if God hadn't wasn't trying to talk to him, but he just wouldn't see him or wouldn't listen to him. So he had to do something drastic. And I know for me, y'all, something drastic happened to me recently. Well, it's been almost a year now um, where I was hearing God say some stuff, but I just, I wanted it to be something different. And something drastic happened to me to put me in a different position. My drive didn't change. My passenger didn't change. My outlook didn't change. My position changed. And I think that's what the road up to Damascus was for Paul. It just changed his position. The person he was. And it changed his outlook. He was Christ-centered now. And he was living fully in the authority of God. <clears throat> also, with the passion. It says. It Teaches us to say no to the ungodly and worldly passions. So what this means is worldly passions. So that means we're going to have passions that are godly and passions that are um, not godly, which is worldly um, passions. Pursuits. Pursuits of fame. Pursuits of just happiness. Just different pursuits. Those are things of the world. Anything that's of the flesh. If we're trying to please the flesh and glorify the flesh and just satisfy the flesh those are worldly passions lust of the eyes selfishness god says giving it we come back to you press down shaking together and running over and it was so crazy one of our pastors had told me years ago well us about sunday school he said the scripture says love your neighbor as thyself And he said, it never said, love your neighbors more than yourself. So I think a lot of times people take selfishness to a higher level. When God wants us to, he gave us one temple. He gave us one body. We have to take care of this body. So God don't want us to love our neighbors more than ourselves. But he does want us to love, he do want us to love our neighbors as ourselves. And if we can't love ourselves, how can we love our neighbor? How can we love our sister? How can we be our brother's keeper if we can't keep ourselves? Also, another worldly passion is pride, greed. A lot of these things turn into sin, status and power. You just, you're pursuing degrees and titles and accolades and all of these worldly passions. They disobey God. It takes us to a place where we're not Christ centered. It's almost like we're, we hadn't changed our position. Some of these godly passions that I want to talk about it God puts in us values God God wants us to enjoy certain things just enjoyment define who we are as God's creation a lot of us are passionate about different things like I was telling you I'm passionate about studying and teaching God's word it defines who we are God created me to teach I know he did <laughs> Also, these passions informs us. It tells us who we are. Sometimes we don't know why we're passionate about certain things. Like my husband, he's very passionate about cars, and he 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 looks at cars, and it's just one. We you know, so many things that we can be passionate about, but it's something that drives him and motivates him, and it keeps him it keeps him calm. Also, our passions influence us. It gives us what we need to keep going, and sometimes like. It encourages us to just keep going, you know, Shatara, you got a goal that you're trying to reach and you can't get there. And that passion is that fire underneath that. That's what that passion is. It inspires us and will not make you disobey God. So if you're passionate about something and it makes you disobey God, that is a worldly passion. That passion is not of God. So let's keep going with Titus 2 and 11. The end part says, upright. Well, let me go back a little bit. Um, teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled upright and godly lives when in this present age the current times yes we in the world don't be of the world but we cannot disconnect ourselves from the world we cannot isolate ourselves Um, this is a tech age everything is quick I know my generation microwavable fast food technology as a little bit not my generation under my generation but i gotta get with it as well but we got to um serve the present age get with the technology don't isolate from the world be because we're in the world and the isolation is what people see as christians being oh so you don't want to be around me no me because you know be around me anymore because you think you're better than me that's what we give off no we never said that but our actions say that So, yes, do not isolate yourself from the world. Be the light in in every room that you go in. I know for me, y'all, I got an air fryer, And I think my air fryer is better than my microwave. It's better than my microwave. So these are the times now we got to draw others. This present age is being where we at, where we love to be transformed. Minds are renewed and we're drawing others. We're drawing others. It was a game that I played. It was a guess who game. And um it was about an overachiever. This person was very passionate. So I'm going to break this down a little bit. It was about an over, uh, overachiever. <laughs> uh, and a quote. I want them to think of me as an overachiever. Despite the talent that I may have. This person was also dedicated. Quotes. As a person who did whatever I had to do. To win above all else. Also dedicated. Dedication sees dreams come true. These are quotes from... My guess who person. Inspirational. The most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great in whatever they want to do. So this person was inspirational. He wanted to inspire people to be great in what they wanted to do. And I know y'all hear that as a man because I keep saying he. (laughs) Also impactful. His passion made him want to be there for him. So my guess who person his passion wanted somebody else to be there for him. You know, he was so passionate about what he did. I just wanted to be there for him. Like, I wanted to make sure that he he achieved and he stayed the course and he stayed focused. Talent with motivation. Hard work. This person went to the gym earlier than everyone. Made 800 shots every single practice. Every single practice. So, I'm going to give y'all a guess. Who do you think this person is? Good job. <laughs> I'm not, okay, before, whatever you guess, and I know I said good job, but whatever you just guess, I'm going to give you one more quote. That means I put a lot of work in and squeezed every ounce of juice out of this orange that I could. This person wanted to be empty. And this meant so much to me because my friend one day, we was talking on the phone and she told me, she was like, because she's a wife, mom, work, uh, ministry. She's doing her own thing as well. And she said, and I was so like, you know, it's just so hard. And she's like, yo, she's we doing it. We just got to stay the course. And she's like, I just want to be empty. When I leave here, like, I want to be empty. So when I read this from this person, I was like, you know what? That's deep. He wanted to squeeze every ounce of juice out of this orange that I could. He wanted to be empty before he left here. I do too. I, I, too, I, I want to give all that I have to Christ. Get all that I have to ministry. Give all that I have um, to this podcast. Give all that I have to my children. Give all that I have to my husband. All that I have to my family. I want to give all that God has given me. All the passions. All the fear. All the love. All the everything that God has given me. I want to give it back. And I'm going to start with God. And God says... He 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 he's not fear. And I know I, I said fear earlier, but I'm just being real. Um, I give that back to God. Because God says I will transform that. So yes, where you are weak, I am strong. So where I'm weak in certain things where I am fearful, God tells me that is when my strength comes through. I just want you to acknowledge it. And the person that I have been quoting for the last few minutes is Kobe Bryant. And in 2020, we all know that Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. And these are all his, all his quotes. And I ask you now, like, are you squeezing your orange to release all that God has put in you or are you wasting your potential? Will you be empty? Cause we don't know when our helicopter crash is coming. We don't know when it's our last breath. We don't know when it's our last moment to speak. It's not death. Death is not the end sometimes. Like if God has given us the ability to, to teach. I don't know when it's my last time to teach. I can be in an accident, something that it don't, it's not death, but it does call cause something else to happen. So we have to empty ourselves out now. We have to do it now. We have to work now. We have to use that passion that God has already put in us. Now we got to light that fire. We got to get motivated. We got to stay dedicated. We got to be driven. Because we do not know when that time is. And I pray that we all are squeezing out every part of who we are. So, what I want y'all to take home today, and I know you probably already home are in your vehicles. In every orange, there are seeds. And where Titus tells us, those seeds, I want you to look at those seeds in the orange as your passions. We got to squeeze that juice out of that orange. And when we squeeze the juice out, seeds are going to come out too. What do we do with the seeds? I want you to plant those seeds. Plant those passions into a book. Plant those passions into a podcast. Plant those passions into a business. Plant those passions into a degree. Whatever you're passionate about right now, whatever draws you and motivates you, Take time for yourself right now because we do not know when is our time. And I want you to start planting those seeds that God has in us already. That passions, the different passions that are in us, plant them. Because if we don't, guess what? We're going to be like the three little pigs. The wolf comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And what is he trying to kill, steal, and destroy? our passions, our purpose, our families, our businesses, our goals, anything that he can, he comes to devour them. The next one is God's promises. When the wolf come and he think he had me, we're going to talk about God's, I'm sorry, it's not, um, promises is purpose the why why do those things drive me and then we're gonna go to when the wolf think he had me i'ma stand on god's promises so tune in to the next episode it will be purpose and this is our three little pig series passion the why no passion is the what purpose is the why And then our promises is the how. If you are hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I hope you have enjoyed this new episode. And if you did, please download and leave me a review on all streaming platforms. Please share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. Also, feel free to let me know what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. If you have any questions about things I have covered in the show or would like to follow my projects, please get in touch in the comments, with the Google form, or on my social media networks. See you next week for a new episode. Until then, we all have something to give.